Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, December 12th, we're back. It's National Gingerbread House Day. This is the time of year when you start to take those down. I was always a big fan of making them, but when it came to actually eating them, I just don't know who does that. They sit out, they get stale, the icing doesn't hit. Oh, Owen raised his hand, so you get in there. Uh, yeah, usually I'm. I'm. what I do is I just like pick the candy I like off of them, and then, um, I don't know, it's like a good snack once it gets to the gingerbread part, if you're like desperate. A good snack. It's like yeah. a rock by that time. It's been out. Yeah, it's like a cracker. <laughs> okay, that's how yeah. it is. Maybe put it in some soup and then just like soften it up like you would with a cracker usually when you're sick. I don't know if anybody else did that, just me maybe. But Alex, yeah. where are you at on gingerbread day? You seem like a decorator. I, I, I like like, you know, fresh out the oven like gingerbread cookies. Like those are, those are always good. I enjoy making them too. But yeah, eating them is kind of tough. I just feel like I'm going to chip my tooth when I eat them so and then they were fun to make in school too and like I'd always like think like should I like you know have a bite but like (laughs) like, we never sanitized those school desks and (laughs) so many dirty hands were touching like it was like a communal like pick your candy like it was in a big bowl and everyone's like hands are in the bowl it's like you know what school were you going to (laughs) Olympic Heights baby (laughs) so yeah, no, I was a little, yeah, a bit of a German back then. A so. communal bowl, bowl is is crazy. That's a crazy move. <laughs> Gingerbread at school is crazy. I never <laughs> literally. Seen that I was never in my life. At school? No, I definitely what? did. For wow. sure, we definitely did. Yeah, and yeah. also at my elementary school, you would come in every morning and you would clean your desk. It's like the morning wow. ritual. Wow, Definitely were you working was. at the hospital? <laughs> you it was like, like you come in, you spray your desk down, and you wipe it down. No way. Yeah, and oh, at the end wow. of the day too, you spray it down, and then you put your chair on top. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we did that. Well, yeah. we only put the chairs on top on Fridays. Oh, oh we did that too. Oh, yeah, it was the, like janitor comes in and like puts in the work. Chair on top yeah. was every night, and then on Fridays we would put them in the corner. Like we stack all the chairs. Wow. Wow, they had you guys working like the military over there. (laughs) I want to ask a question about chair on top. Like for the people who remember, were you guys like a full chair on top of the desk, like four feet? Or were you flipping it? Or did you flip it and have a leaning? Oh, I I was a Tetris man, flip. Like at the part where you sit on the desk. It depended on on our teacher for us. Our teachers would roast us if we did the flip. They're like, it depends the on the chair you have because some of them have edges where they will slide off. They're like yeah. curved edges, so they won't stay on. So then you have That's to facts. put them on top. But then the older models used to have, they would have the separate plastic on the back and then plastic on the bottom. So there'd be a hinge that yeah. kind of slid in. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah. So it depended on your. Remember equipment. tennis balls on the, on the like, yeah, no, yeah. we never had when it, like when that. it would really? like wobble. No. Yeah. No, that yeah, was like we, the teacher's chair only had that. Yeah, we didn't have the budget for that either, but some kids got it. It was like a big no. deal when you had like the tennis balls. Yeah. 
They were like, I remember. I don't know if anybody else remembers this, but I remember the te- the school that uh, Adam and Alex and I went to for junior high. I remember one teacher made a big deal out of what she called turtling, which I don't know if anybody else knew or <laughs> knew what this was. But it was when you picked up your chair and like held it to your oh, butt, yeah. and yeah. then you kept moving and you swung it around and like knocked everything <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. She yeah. kept calling it the turtle, and I I just I, that term did you, never did we did on. anyone do that though? Like I never did. That. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can it was imagine, like I know like, how much you guys like to turtle. It's like I can imagine like, some some of the like peculiar people we. Nah, were we were too busy with. tasing each other, bro. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like there were some kids in the class who would definitely like walk around. Nah, like, tasing was sick, dude. And if you had if you were turtling, you were getting caught lacking on tase, dude, because your hands were occupied. You couldn't yeah. put up a block. Yeah, you so. tased so hard. Wow. Yeah. Dude. The dude, the best so the best tases were the ones where like the kid like that got tased would like knock the desk over like <laughs> and just cause this like scene like it'd be so. Foul. But would you ever like, like tase the someone? Chair and... would fall. I was gonna say we had this place called the hot seat, which was the green couch in this one classroom. <laughs> and if... I would never be on the hot seat, dude. I would never be on there. It would be. It, it wasn't just like one person, just like a little tase, like ooh, tased you. It'd be like everybody just going multiple tases like you're surrounded from all angles and all sides just getting tased in the hot seat it was like literal like cia level torture damn yeah. a, chi- a a couch in the middle of a room is a crazy move it was on the side place. it was on the side okay on the, edges, on the periphery uh, yeah oh i see yeah. I, it's like i'm there right now on the <laughs> yeah. on the tase zone uh-huh. um we're recording during sunday night football right now Tua is three of 17 so we just decided you know what i'm not going to subject myself to this any longer we're going to boot up and we'll just proceed with the idea and the notion that the chargers have won this football game and thus proven themselves out of their prove it week zone which we can get into later but if the dolphins do stage a comeback we we have eyes on the situation so We'll we'll keep you posted on that as we go. I would say, really, none of the games today really smacked that hard, but there were some things that have to be discussed, and I think we can go biggest statement win is it either San Francisco yes. knocking around Tom Brady for four quarters, or is it Detroit sending a message that, you know what, this could be the year that we crack the playoffs. Dan Campbell could sneak in, so Owen, you're leaning towards SF, is that right? You know what? I, I'm actually going to – I think it's Detroit because San Francisco – I've never thought highly this year about the um, about the the, the Buccaneers. I, I also – about the oh. Buccaneers. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, I think this was a game they're supposed to win, especially because I always – I've been a believer in Purdy. Um, but with the, the Lions, I mean, they were favorites – Surprise! Like a lot of people were surprised, including at least one person on the show who may have even locked them in, and then they ended up not even like not just like covering the points. They won by like a, a huge margin. So this that to me was like a massive statement that they might even be a top five team in the NFC. I was thinking they're the fourth best team in the NFC right now. I think I don't I don't hate the take. We're gonna sort of get into rating them out later and figuring them out. But to me, like that. That was a real prove-it game. We knew if it was a one-score game, they probably weren't going to win because that's just the wave the Vikings and the Lions have been on this year. But to come in and do that, I would still have San Francisco, though, personally. I think even Fair. though Tampa Bay's not playing well, to have that guy in his first start. And, you know, he played very well, but he doesn't have to do that every week. Like, they won 35-7, to and that's similar to the opponent they'll be getting in round one at home. 
I would just be very, very scared. I think that team, their defense is one of the better defenses I can remember seeing in my life. Like 2016, Denver, them. He just has to be a C- minus every week, and they can do fine. And if Debo's back for the playoffs, that just helps him all the more. So which one did you land on there, Alex? Yeah, I mean, both were both were really impressive. I think with the Lions, like, um, I, I've seen the Lions beat a few teams this year where you're like, okay, like, they have it. It's just, can they, like, match that consistency? So, I mean, even though I did lock in the Vikings, like, I mean, it's a it's a good performance from the Lions, but I will I I think I'm gonna pick the 49ers just because like it, at this point it's like they could put one of they could choose one of us four and put put us at quarterback and we'd still you know be winning games mm-hmm. like it's 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 unbelievable. So um, I'm I'm gonna have to rock with the 49ers. They're like really impressive, and I I know Buc- the Buccaneers and Brady aren't bad, but I mean I was expecting more from Brady like at home, uh like technically his home. Homecoming. Let's go technically. Um, and like Brock Purdy, like just hangs like thirty five on him. Like it's it's crazy. So I, I'd say San Francisco statement one for me. I just want to. I think Brock Purdy deserves more credit than that because I don't think he was just like a placeholder. I think he's legitimately. I think there's something there. Like he was standing in the pocket and making really tight throws and tight windows downfield. Like that, t- both touchdown passes to Ayuk. Um, and McCaffrey were like dots in my opinion. Um, and it's not like this is a one-off either. Like everything I've read about him and people who've watched him play said he was better than Jimmy G in camp. Like he Brock. looked really good. I love Brock Purdy, like expert Owen. I for those, love for those asking, Purdy. didn't watch the game. So I wouldn't know that he was making <laughs> tight window throws. So I was just kind of guessing. <laughs> So thanks for <laughs> thank you Owen for clarifying that for me. Yeah, yeah. self exposing. It's not Alex, it's too. not that I was taking a shot. That I didn't want to like correct. Alex. No, no, no. I just I'm wanted not to write for my boy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. He's your guy. You're a Purdy Nation member. Uh, Purdy guy. Look at you, Alex. <laughs> You're very, very good at that. I like that. Adam, you have anything on either of these wins? Um, I think Detroit slash Minnesota is a statement result. I'm not going to say statement win or statement loss. It's a statement result. Like, it's a it's take both. notice game. It's statement win for one team and oh. a statement loss for the other. The Lions got mm. a result. Yeah. yeah. It's like a statement <laughs> game. This is World Cup. <laughs> yeah. Big result. Big result in the group stage match. Um, bigger statement loss. Tennessee at home. No. <laughs> they put, they penciled Tennessee strong or Tennessee tough on the wall. Not very tough. Didn't look like it to me as they've been outscored 79 to 30 in their last two games. And then there was also the loss for the Giants, who it's been a great run. You know, they, they, <laughs> they've captured the hearts and minds in October. And by December, I've liked to forget that they would exist. And then they, we also had another statement lost today by the Seahawks this afternoon at home against the uh, pesky Carolina Panthers. Does one really stick out to you as a team that you think you can stick a fork in at this point in the season between those three? Adam, you can go first. I think it's the Titans. Um, like, I I know you want to say the Giants, but the Giants play the Durs on Sunday night next week, and they can easily just win that game, and then they're back in the conversation again. But I think, like, this from the Titans just I mean, I feel like it's been proved proven already, but now like everyone is on board with us with the like this team just is not good and they somehow find a way to win every once in a while, but they just they just can't do it. Well they kind of it's, broke their own formula though. Like yeah, they're, they're they're supposed to, be, to win this game. They're supposed to win these these divisional matchups, which I was very surprised that they did. Now they can't even win that. Yeah. I mean so, 
like to me, I agree. Like we had this formula pegged with them where they lost to teams under 500 or sorry, they beat the teams under 500 and lost the ones over. But Jacksonville at least moves the ball a little bit. I think that's why this line was so tight. I stuck with the formula, but for an under 500 team, at least Jacksonville has flashes in games where it's like, oh, they can move the ball. I think like if they encounter any team and when they encounter any team, because everybody who makes the playoffs in the AFC, except for the Patriots is going to be able to move the ball. So I think they're in huge, huge trouble, but they still have that two-game cushion. Alex, what we're going to need you for today is the schedules. You're going to be yes. going to have to get yeah. deep Thank in the schedule. Ready. Yes. Stretch them out. Bust yeah. the phone out. Get them. <laughs> two screens. Double. Double monitor setup here on the pod. <laughs> Owen, which one of those three stuck out to you? Uh, I mean, uh, like Tennessee, I feel like we already kind of buried them on the show. Like, same with the Giants. Like, last week, we were like, yeah, it's, you know, good run. They did capture our heart and minds. Like I was really happy to see them do well, but it's this like that's they kind of they peaked early. Um, I think they're kind of done. Seattle, I don't think they're Seattle's. I don't think Seattle's done. Like again, to me, they aren't supposed to be doing as well as they are. So um, there's a lot of forces that are going against them. But I think they, I think they're a better team than this loss suggests. I. I'm ready to stick a fork in Seattle. They can't. They can't block. I. Yeah. Geno Smith is. It doesn't have any time to do anything anymore. And it wasn't just that. At the end, I mean, you. It didn't matter if it was like Blackshear or Hubbard, but it was like eight yards, eight yards, eight yards, eight yards every run. It was ridiculous. It's not a good sign when you've revitalized Sam Darnold with your defense. Never never a good sign. But I did lock the Panthers, so credit to me. Um, There's four weeks to go now. We have four more Sundays left in the regular season, which means we're really in the home stretch. They brought Kornacki back for Sunday night football, which is when you really know it's getting intense and he goes graphics mode. But I did do some research, believe it or not, because uh, I, w- I wanted to get my hard hat on and do some hard hitting stuff here. Last season, two eight and five teams didn't make the playoffs and three six and seven teams did. So the numbers you sort of have to look at are six and seven for teams. That's like the cut line. If you're five and eight, you're probably done. I don't think a five and eight team has made it in the last four seasons. In the 2020 season, though, one eight and five team didn't make it and two six and sevens did. So there's always a pattern of somebody coming up and making it and somebody dropping down. So I think if we go conference by conference and sort of look at this in the AFC, I would say unequivocally locked into the playoffs, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo and Cincinnati today. Even if they have a win less, they showed today like they'll take care of business against who the opponent, no matter who the opponent is, in my opinion. That was an impressive win against Cleveland. Bengals are scary. The Bengals, yeah, I 100% agree with Thorn. Like, we make fun of Joe Burrow and the whole team, but like, I honestly think he's up there with the best of them at this point. Like, the throws he's making, if you want to talk about tight window Brock Purdy, I mean, the throw he made to Jamar Chase um, that we were watching um in between two defenders with Denzel Ward draped all over him like holy smokes like he's and he's a and he's also like he's a guy you want to go to war with if I'm being honest like of all the like cringy things we like cook up like thinking like you know he says in the locker room I, I think he is still a pretty good leader and like he seems like a guy that at least his teammates like I know we don't like him um but I know the boys aren't loving this right now that I'm gassing Joey B but I, I'm just sad that I agree with you that's all I, I'm just I because he seems like a likable guy for his teammates. Um, if you're so, around him every day, I'm sure he's not that bad. I agree, but 
if so, you have to watch him through ESPN, yeah. Bleach Report, he gets worse. Yeah, well, he's yeah, and um, but yeah, he's 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 unbelievable. Um, so we're locking those three in. I would say in the playoffs and vulnerable right now to me, Tennessee, obviously, who we've mentioned, Baltimore and Miami. You know, those are teams that I would consider to be on the cut line of like eight and five. And I know Tennessee's six and seven or seven and six and Baltimore's nine and five. But if Baltimore has to go with Anthony Walker or Huntley for any time, they're just not going to be able to move the ball. I mean, we said today it's like an expansion team with the players that they have. They have Kenyon Drake, Deshaun Jackson and Duvernay and my Pittsburgh Steelers, we couldn't beat Anthony Walker. We don't deserve anything. We don't even deserve the time of day. But that's a team that even if they did make the playoffs, I feel like would get rolled. They just don't do anything that knocks your socks off. And I'm about ready to think that they are the most vulnerable in that pack other than Tennessee. I think we could legitimately see all three drop, but which one are you most concerned about, Alex? I don't know. You know, like Baltimore's a weird team because I don't know how this take's going to go. They kind of remind me of like the 49ers of the AFC um just because they they get a lot of injuries and they like they don't never had a wide receiver for like 10 years always rotating out running backs they have a really really good coach um i know quarterbacks a bit different but like i don't know they're just no their team that always hangs around but their defense sucks i i know but like they just hang they hang around like i don't know what it is they're nine and four like the defense sucks lamar's had a subpar year they have no running backs, but I don't know. They're nine and four somehow, which is like weird. I, I think that it, they could still hang around, but T- Tennessee's probably going to drop like crazy. Yeah. Where are you at on? I think for sure, like Baltimore, you guys hit it on the head. Like I said it last week. I think that's, this is like glue and toothpicks. Like I don't think this is a, this is a lot of coaching, a lot of scheming um, to overcome like a lack of talent and personnel. Uh, so I think they're out. I think Tennessee, I mean, they'll make it because of their division, but they are such a poor football team. Like, they're going to get rolled in the first round. Um, and then outside of that, I mean, I like the Jets. I like the Dolphins. And then I like the Chargers more than I like the Ravens. Like, I hope the Chargers, uh, you know, they've had a lot to deal with. And I don't think they're the best coach team. But I think they are talented enough to at least be, like, competitive in a playoff game. Whereas I think Baltimore, like – I just I did I just don't really see it with the team this year. I think they have a lot of work to do. Yeah. I mean, I, it becomes more questionable by the day their strategy of Lamar doesn't need receivers. Like yeah. well, he, he's a guy who just doesn't need him. He just yeah. needs Mark Andrews, bro. Like that that strategy maybe not so good in 2022. I don't know. But to me they're lacking something and and you hit it on the head even though the Jets lost today. I think the Jets are, I know they're 48% to make the playoffs. They're making the playoffs. The Jets are a professional football team that will win games against subpar opponents down the stretch. And White Mike, Mike White. I love, I gonna, love like clutch Jets. Yes. 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 Robert Sala, have a history. Did you, see, did you see what he said after the game? He said, this isn't the last time we're going to play the Bills this year. Wow. And we we made fun of him after the receipts gate. And he, he shoved it up our hoop. So to me, I got to go Robert Sala, give him some credit. This isn't the last time they're going to play the Bills this year. I'm going to agree with him. So I like the Jets more than Baltimore. 
I don't like the Patriots more. Uh, no. it, Patriots are not making the playoffs. I know they're six and six, and I do like the Chargers just as much to me. But Adam, is there anybody in the in the maybe's category in the AFC? And I would include Jacksonville at five and eight if you think that they could potentially make up the ground on Tennessee. But is there anybody in that wild card hunt that you would consider a lock for the playoffs that maybe doesn't have a higher than seventy percent chance right now? Well, first I want to go back to your guys' take about the Ravens. Cause, Let's go um, rewind. Yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't asked, but they're already at, like, they're already at you nine wins, so. and their schedule is like pretty insanely easy. So I think they're like a lock for a playoff spot. Unfortunately, even though we don't think they're good, I, like, I feel like the only way is if they lose out and get some help that they miss the playoffs. So and they play the Browns, Falcons, Steelers again, and then end the season against the Bengals. So, but they're also there's two wins there. Yeah, but they only need to win like one of those, right? So probably yeah, if right. you get to ten, you're in. Probably. Yeah. So, Adam, does this mean that your Super Bowl favorite, um, Colts? With, you know, the Colts are they are they cooked? I think they're Is cooked. cooked. I think no. they might be. No, not the, the Colts. But there's a chance the with that di- with that division. I think game. there's uh there's still a chance. But no, my favorite oh, okay. of of the wild card teams would be um probably the Chargers. Yeah. I think they have the most promise. I and mean, it looks like they're getting their guys back now, even though Keenan Allen's a little bit older. In the NFC, locks in Philadelphia, Dallas. I think, unfortunately, Minnesota at 10-3 and three is a lock in, and San Francisco at 9-4. and four. I think all those teams are nailed on. But when you look at the teams that are vulnerable, and you can start in the NFC South with Tampa Bay losing today and Carolina winning, it opens the door. At Tampa Bay 6-7, and seven, they have no semblance of a competent football team, really. I mean, at this stage in his career, Tom Brady needs a lot of help, in my opinion, and it's help that they just don't have. Whether it's by roster construction or injury, they are just so depleted and not well-coached to the point where they're going to make up ground. So I think that Carolina or probably not Atlanta. I think Atlanta's goose is cooked, but I think Carolina is actually a threat to clip them, and they do play on the 1st of January. So, Owen, do you see the NFC South being you know, sealed up and going to Tampa Bay still, or do you think it's still open for another team to swoop in there? I think it is open because I don't think, like you said, I don't think the Bucks are a very good team. I don't think Tom Brady's, I think he's kind of getting Bad. to the point of the year where he is not great. And I think he's getting to the point of the year where, you know, if he doesn't see, like he's not in it to make the playoffs. Like, I don't think that's where he's at. Like, I think if he, he wants to win a Super Bowl and if he sees that that's not possible with the team, I think he's going to start, He's going to no, just not, be like, I want to spend time with my kids. <laughs> no, I don't think he's going to say that, but I don't think he's going to, you know, give it the same effort. Like, I think at this point, he's already probably got a foot out the door because he's not coming back to Tampa Bay next year. There's zero percent chance that happens. He's so eyeing I'm up sh- the Niners. He's, sure he's he winking is. at the Niners. He's yeah, unbuttoned sure he's... the top button on his shirt and he's starting to pull it down for the Niners. That's what he's doing. Yes, I agree. So I'm not going to say he doesn't care because um, that's not my t- I'm not going to plagiarize that take. Um, but my point is, I don't think they, I don't think this is a Super Bowl team. I don't think this is a very good team in general. So I, I like the, uh, I like the Panthers as crazy as that sounds. I like, I like the Panthers. The Panthers are so back, dude. Their defense yeah. is legit. And if they can keep Sam Darnold, like dude, at a, not trading, not tra- trading Brian Burns for those two first round picks from the Browns with a sick move. 3D chess. They hey, can I just say? Sniped. Chess. JC Horn, he plays, he plays with, plays with some swag. I like JC Horn. And they have an easy schedule. Just there. Yeah, they got the Steelers up next. They got Steelers. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. Lions is heat. And then they got Bucks and Saints. So yeah. 
Yeah, the Saints are a joke. The fact the Saints couldn't string together an 8-9 and this year to win their (laughs) division is an absolute crime against humanity. That team stinks. But if we're looking at the wildcard situation, the best thing that happened to the Giants today was the Seahawks losing because now, and the Commanders as an extension, because now whoever wins that game, it's not the uh, end of the world to the side that loses. But out of the Giants, Commanders, Seattle, Detroit, and you could maybe... If you if you do enough ayahuasca, you could talk yourself into the Packers at five and eight. But which of those three are you liking to grab the wild card spots, Alex? Like Alex is busting out the schedule right now, so um, <laughs> I sent a good I don't graphic. Know, the Giants, the Giants, and the Commanders have pretty tough schedules coming down the stretch. Out of those two teams, one of them is going to win two, so uh, that's going to make them what nine and five. So that's likely enough to get them in. But the Lions um, have a somewhat easy schedule, I'd say. Like, they're coming up against the Jets, so that'd be a pretty tightly contested matchup and against the Panthers. Um, but then they have the Bears and Packers to finish off the season. So um, I, I And that do, could be a Jordan Love Packers at that point. And that could be a oh, Jordan sure Love Packers so. at that point. So, um, I mean, depends what you think. If the Lions are better than the Jets or, or the Panthers, which are both kind of like teams that have, I guess, kind of been surprises this year. But... Um, I think out of commanders and giants, I like the commanders more. And then I'd like the giant. And then I like the lions to steal that last wild card spot. And I think North America, South America, Europe, Africa is rooting for the lions to grab that spot. And it's nothing against my Geno Smith Seahawks, but we just need to see the lions grab a playoff game. And that would really bring me a lot of joy. Adam, that graphic you sent, is there anything that jumps out to you? Do you think it's possible for the Lions? I think they're at 12% to make it, which isn't great, but do you still see the door being open for them? It is. Um, and I mean, I guess the highlight of this graphic is if we base everything on like their current like momentum, then it's going to be the Durs and the Lions. But statistically, the favorites are still for four NFC teams, NFC East teams in the playoffs. And um, I mean, looking at the schedules, to me, I think that is actually going to happen. Like, I think, especially if the Giants win this against the Durs on Sunday, or if they, like, maybe tie, then that kind of, <laughs> If like... they tie again, that would be amazing. Would I would insane. never forget that for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, but I think they have a... And I, that's kind of what I'm cheering for. I think it would be cool to have four teams from one division in the playoffs. So. First time ever because they just expanded. No, that would be an NFC back. East weekend. That oh, would that be. would be that would that would be an unbelievable <laughs> NFC East weekend. So the only way it could be more NFC East is if it was uh, the Eagles not in the one seed and then they could all four play away oh, yeah. instead of the bye. That would be uh, pretty next level stuff. So maybe that's a reason to cheer on the Vikings to finish strong and the Eagles to crater. But we can sort of move into the tiers and, you know, we have a pretty good idea of what we want to do. But I'm looking at these six elite teams right now, which are Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Dallas, and San Francisco, all won today. And to me... Is there one that you guys think could come out of that group? Could you see it going to five? Because I low-key have a suggestion, but I wanted to see if you guys are uh, on the same page. Anybody have any votes for somebody to go down? I think they all belong there, but I uh, I understand the case for the Bills, which I I assume you're going to make. But I, I don't think the Bills are worth moving out of there just because we, like, we know that if they played any of those teams, they have a good chance to win, in my opinion. So. Fair point. Josh Allen is kind of a great equalizer. Yeah. 
but I just think I I'm just not think, seeing the same football team anymore. So like when you look at the Chiefs, the Bengals, the 49ers, like they have Eagles. been elite. But the Buffalo Bills, the last five or six weeks have just been like good. Like they haven't been, I think, elite and they haven't been really taking care of their opponents like they should. So I'd be okay to move the Bills down to just good because they haven't been super impressive um, for me. Oh, and you got the biggest look at Buffalo today as you watched them take on your Jets. Yeah, I got a lot of Buffalo, and um, I agree. Something is wrong with the with the with the team in general. Like, if it weren't for a Mike White injury and the fact that it was Mike like Mike White at quarterback, um, they could have easily lost that game. Um, and Josh Allen misses throws like regularly that I think he would have made earlier in the season and that he should make, like being the type of player that he is. So yeah, I think they're good. All right. That's three votes to move him down because I just, to me, like I was willing to look past this stuff because I knew they had Vaughn in the playoffs and he was, he's like a, he's the definition of a hall of famer, top 50 player ever. And if you lose him and he, when he was playing at the level he was at, it's they're worse than last year and the quarterback's playing worse than last year. So I already like Cincinnati more than them. And then the fact that you throw him into losing, I, I just, uh, I agree with them going down. So I'm okay to do that. I think the Hurts performance today, Philadelphia, we've been asking them for we've been asking them for, you know, to show us something the last couple of weeks. And what they did today is and ex- what they did last week is exactly what they should be doing. Embarrass your opponent. You have the firepower and Hurts might have locked up MVP today, Owen. Yeah, he was incredible. It was uh like he could get whatever he wanted. They were throwing the ball for the first like quarter and a half. Um, which is obviously different from, you know, they're normally somebody, a team that wants to try and run first. And they were just throwing it on first and second down and getting just chunk after chunk. It was ridiculous. There was busted coverages all over the field. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, Herbert, or sorry, not Herbert, Hertz is, I think he proved that he's not just somebody that can rush for a lot of yards and touchdowns and things. He's somebody that can throw the ball and make good reads when he has to. So to me, this is like an MVP type statement game. Let's go MVP type statement game. I yeah. like that. And he's, I mean, he, that's what he's done this season. That's why he's probably going to win the award. And I know Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes could win every year, and I'm sure there is voter fatigue there to some extent. So I do feel bad not giving it to him. But I mean, he did throw three interceptions today. So I feel like this was kind of the day that the pendulum it wasn't 50 50 anymore. It swung towards the Hurts direction. Um, I know Kansas City played a tight game with Denver, but to me, like just. They'll just walk into the playoffs and be the Chiefs again. I know I have no qualms there. So I think we're locked in with those five. Going in today in the good zone, there were two. And it looks like both are going to lose. Now, this could po- this podcast has the potential to just age horribly if Tua finds <laughs> Tyreek like two more times within the last 14-52 here. But let's pretend it hasn't happened and both of these teams lost, Minnesota and Miami. I think there's a case for both to get the bump but alex where do you stand let me start with minnesota Minnesota. Um, (laughs) they ain't play nobody they They ain't play play nobody nobody. minnesota uh you know what i think i'm gonna do a huge 180 180 here and uh you guys like i'm done and i think they should they should go into unserious (laughs) oh no this team actually stinks like they they suck ass like like they're just not good and like I was lying to myself, like the ten and three is a joke and they might be the worst ten and three team. Like 
They are the like, biggest paper tiger. They're not winning a game in the playoffs. No, no chance. And there's it, I, no the, chance. Like I like my I like my chances with like freaking almost all the frisky teams more than I like it with Minnesota. I'm not even joking. I don't. I mean, their only hope and prayer is Jefferson does what he did against the Bills and what he did today. And even then, well, they're acting like teams won't put like triple coverage on Jefferson. So. And even then, they have Kirk Cousins. I <laughs> unserious is a wild move, Owen. <laughs> I'm gonna you like peg him? temper the 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 heat in here because I they are uh, they're they're frisky. That's what they are. Like I think there's a general overreaction. Like for example, like if if you one person were to suggest like putting the Raiders up into like frisky after one win, or <laughs> the two, two spot promotion. <laughs> in so theory. I'm gonna I'm gonna say we hold off on the two spot demotion because because. You know, they still won a lot of games against good opponents. So maybe Frisky, I think Frisky is where they belong. They're a very I'm Owen using my team now. So Owen, I have a I have a question. If they <laughs> Yes. If they keep losing games, are they just permanent frisky because they still won a lot of games against some really good opponents? Uh definitely not. No. I just think that um they lost to the Lions, right? And they've played in close games that shouldn't be close and they've had you know a couple bad losses but i think the body of work for me is enough to to say that in most games they're going to be a threat to win against most opponents which i think to me is what a frisky team is but again if they were to lose if they were to go in like a little skid here then yeah of course things like if they lose to the colts i think that's unserious yeah Yeah. they got the colts next i mean my dad said this to me yesterday i think it was a powerful message he said you know your sister could go up and arrange the helmets in the order of the records. There's no skill in that. But if you pick out something in advance, that's where the power comes in. Yes. That's where you're there. That's for. actually a like very good commandos. point. Because like we talked today, we might be picking too much based on on record. And we had the we had we had the uh, Buccaneers in unserious for weeks and weeks. And we were right yes. because we tr- our eyes are good eyes. That's why we have started this podcast. <laughs> we have but they're like, not there. Right Twenty twenty vision. We have twelve really good eyes, except for that one glasses joke. (laughs) Except for that one (laughs) week where we didn't put like eight teams. (laughs) Yeah, or the week you guys didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, we were getting warmed up. We weren't sure the rules weren't established for the helmets. That was raw. (laughs) When we do the helmets next year, we'll have seventeen perfect weeks. Like the report card will be just astonishing praise. The best part was we posted the photo. I think too. We're like, what do you guys think? Like. And then we had like 30 DMs. Jags. <laughs> what are the Jags doing there? Like, I mean, we were like, where we're are the, Yeah, because we missed the uh, the Chiefs, I remember, and the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, well, Chiefs, that was bad. Dolphins, that, Bucks, like they were Rams, all yeah. We missed like the six best teams. That was a mistake, but I, I just had a vision for the helmet. Anyway, anyway, yeah. um, this, this is starting to age bad because it's looking like Miami could win this game. Live update, but but don't worry. Uh, we'll just pretend that they lost. And I think because we haven't seen the end result, and even though Tua, to me, is one of the biggest flaming frauds going, um, I think I'll still keep him in good because they're explosive enough to be in any game with one play. And we saw it with the fumble play in the first half where they have one guy who arguably is the best player at any position in the league right now, and he just changes everything in the game. So to me, I still think highly enough of them to put them in the good zone, um, but I could see arguments for them going down. And I, Adam, are you against that? And I think we've all decided on Minnesota in Frisky, right, to put a bow on that. I mean, I was I was going to agree with Alex. Like, 
I'm kind of in oh. favor for the two spot demotion for Minnesota, but I guess a tie will go to a one spot demotion. That's wild. Um, and in terms of the Dolphins, I think they belong in good win or loss here. Um, they're still a good team. The chart, like the Chargers, aren't a bad. Like this is not a bad loss. So, I'm no, fine. yeah, Chargers need to win this game, plain and simple. So they're throwing it all out there. Um, into the Frisk Zone we go, which. Unpack your bags because we got a long talk ahead of us. This is the problem with putting nine teams in the frisk zone. You have a lot of carnage to sort through on weeks like this. Now, to me, I think unanimously, the only team that I could maybe see promoting is Jets. the Jets. Yes. Personally, that would be my Not take. Not the Lions? Oh, yeah. Do we want to do that too? I mean, I think the Lions are a good football team. I agree. Their defense looked pretty decent. It's getting better. It's definitely yeah. getting better. Um, though, sure, if we want to put those teams up, I'm not against it. To me, I want to put give the Lions another prove it week before they make it to the good zone. But I think I have seen enough from the Jets to believe. I think they're like a junior Niners. Like they're a much more low level Niners. Their defense is really good, and they have some pretty electrifying skill position players. And I don't know where they found that Bam Knight, but that guy is an absolute baller. So Zonovan. Zonovan Bam Knight. Z Knight, as he's known on Yahoo Fantasy. Um, but I'm good to promote the Jets, and I would like to give the Lions another prove-it week, but I, Adam, where do you stand? Um, I would like to promote the Jets for sure. Um, very good uh, loss, I guess. Yeah, statement loss. <laughs> statement good. cover. Yeah, good loss. Good cover. Um, good backdoor cover. But um, so yeah, I think they belong up there. <laughs> and... They've lost two in a row. They're two and three in their last five, and and we're promoting them. I love well, it. They've like played them. some hard teams. <laughs> no, no, no. I no. I Vikings. agree. I think they're good. The unserious Vikings. Yeah. And they should have the Vikings game. I mean, come on. Yeah, that. I mean, we're I said really it last hold week. That against them. That was one of the worst losses ever. But I, the, yeah, and the the Lions. I'm uh, I'm down to promote. Me too. Wow. I want to promote so the Lions too. Three Lions votes yeah. to put them in the same I feel quite strongly that they're good. They're four yes. and one. They're four I think and if one they, in the last five. They barely lost to Buffalo on the last beat Buffalo field goal tomorrow. after a 40 yard throw, miracle yeah. throw. Yeah. All right. Three votes to put them in. That's, that's good enough for me. So up they go and up the Jets go, which leaves us with. Um, a couple teams that I would say are safe to stay in there. I know Baltimore probably should stay in this zone at 9-4, and four, even though we're not impressed by them. I think that the Giants and the Commanders, I could see arguments for the Giants going down, but I'm okay to keep them. And Seattle, I'm okay to keep yeah. as well. Are there any objections to those? I object. I guess I'm not going to get any backup here, but I object to Seattle. Let's go. Yep. Okay. I mean, Just they wanna, them I can't support on the that. I think they're the definition of frisk. Like they could win yeah. their, their next like three. If, yeah. The thing with Seattle is they have they can move the ball. Yeah. Like I, I know their defense isn't good anymore, and they. Can't I guess block, they were missing their, is... their two best running backs today. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little bit heat having Travis Homer back there, who I last remembered from like pre-COVID. That was a little bit heat. Um, now I could see arguments to move the following down of uh, New England, Tennessee, and Tampa Bay. I could see no. arguments for any of them, but is anybody? Well, I don't think we can uh, move New England when when somehow they were at risk and they haven't even played yet. So I think that's a fair by point. definition we have to keep Tennessee. New um, but no, yeah, I'd, no. I'd move Tennessee and and the Bucks to unserious. Oh, Tennessee. you want both? 
Tennessee's I, might win their division. They're gonna like win their division. Good for yeah, them. Again, we can't base it on record though. It's not record. I just think they're unserious. Like I think if you're gonna to move Jets. a team down, move you're the Bucks to a down. Poverty team no, the Bucks Jets. lost to the best team in the league right now. Yeah, by so. 28 points. Yeah, the best team in the league. To so did the 28 so did, points. Didn't the Titans lose by like 14? They lost by like 20? 50 to the Bills. The Titans. That was week two, but <laughs> and they lost like 30 to the Eagles last week. Titans are kind. Con- like... Yeah, I mean, but we've known this with Tennessee. I'm okay to move the Titans down. I mean, they're not playing good football. Maybe we should change this to not like the team, but what kind of football are you playing? And they're playing no, unserious yeah. football. Yeah, that's what I they agree are. with. But then if we do that, we have to put the, the Chargers, I think, have earned. I think they're out of timeout, the timeout zone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they're yeah. playing no, no, frisky no, yeah, football. Yeah, yeah they're, okay. playing the Chargers, very fris- they're playing frisky ball right now. We'll move the Chargers up guaranteed. Okay. Uh, like, they proved it. Um, but finishing the Titans... They haven't scored over three touchdowns more than once this season. They they don't score. So to me, I have a hard time seeing why we could keep them in the frisk. I would put them okay. down. And I'm okay, like I'm okay to put Tampa Bay down as well, because honestly to me, Tampa Bay, I think they are have really the two games that they won, New Orleans and the Rams game. They had no business winning either of those games. Yeah. They should have beat the Browns. They didn't beat the Browns. They've had their chances to prove to me what they are, and they're just getting more hurt. So to me, I'm okay to put them down too, but I know I might not get back up on all that because they are leading their division. So a, a full final vote, Owen, Tennessee, and Tampa Bay. I'm down to move them both down. Okay. Alex? Yeah, I'm moving. I'd like to move them both down. Adam? I want to move Tennessee down. Okay. Well, they're all going down, okay. so that's the bad news with the three votes. I shouldn't have used you as the hammer there. My apologies. In the unserious zone, a bunch of these teams were on the bye this week, so, um, I mean, tough luck there. They'll probably all stay there anyway, but the teams that did play, the Chargers, we agreed to move them up to the Frisk zone after their timeout week, which is perfect. They've they've proven enough to this Learned point. Their lesson. They did learn their they lesson. They learned their lesson. We motivated them. They probably yeah. listened to the clip. The Browns at five and eight, the Steelers at five and eight, and the Grand Slam home run, the Las Vegas Raiders at five and eight. <laughs> what a performance that was on Thursday night. They didn't learn anything from being moved up, so I'm down. And I, if, if I could actually move back the clock here to 96 hours ago when Alex he said that the Raiders would cover. And then if we could go back even further than that to about 174 hours ago when Alex proposed the two-spot promotion yes. for the Raiders into the Frisk zone, you told me per- privately that uh, you didn't even watch Thursday night because you had given up on the team, which yeah. is a huge respect move to you. But can you sort of describe your emotions when you learned of yeah, the well, circumstances? Clearly, of what I've been all over the place. Like I'm, I'm asking for two point promotion, and then I don't watch the game because I know we're <laughs> probably like it's gonna go bad. Um, and like I picked the Raiders to cover not because they're good, like I said, but because the Rams are bad. Um, and then we get cooked by Baker Mayfield. So um, <laughs> too many, too many last second losses. I will say that if the games were, you know, maybe thirteen 15, point if losses, the, if the what? Too many 13-point losses. It's like your fifth of the year or something. They lost by one. They lost no, by but one. they were leading by 13, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying, though. But, like, too many last-second losses is what I'm saying. So if the mm-hmm. games were, like, 
59 minutes instead of the full 60, we'd be like, you're the 59 minute men. And you and Justin Fields and the Bears yeah. would be like the yes. greatest teams in the NFL. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> it'd be Raiders Bears Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> so I'm down to move them to unserious and I or poverty and and we can just keep them there. Just yeah. keep them. <laughs> just keep, just like never let them trick you again. Yeah. So Set, them sentence them to like a like a term there. Yeah. Like they, three weeks to in life. the zone. Yeah. 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 They they have, actually have a sentencing. I like that idea. That's pretty strong. Um. To me, I found it like high class comedy. Is you know they they give up the touchdown. There's nine seconds. They have timeouts. Like all you need to do is like get like find Adams for like thirty yards. If you just put it near him, he might be able to bring it down. You have a timeout, so like he could go anywhere on the field. Just find Adams and Derek Carr threw the worst interception I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like the guy has negative ice. People in the veins. still like Raider fans still want to keep him, which is like baffling. Who who wants to keep Derek Carr? Yes. Do they have eyes? Fans are like, give him a chance. Like what? How many more? Give him a chance. <laughs> wow. That, that was low standards. One of the most incredible football games I've ever watched. I just want to say I was so close to turning it off because I wanted to watch a movie. Um, and so I was sitting in my chair and I was like literally so close to turning it off. I was like, I told myself, I was like, I watched this like last drive, like this last drive. And it was like so incredible to watch. It's so improbable. It, I know it was like, a team, a game between two meaningless teams, and like on the whole, it wasn't that exciting. But that one drive was like up there in terms of football I've watched probably in the last like three years. It was. Can I so give cool. a? Can I give my perspective on watching this game? Yeah, and then so I'll like, give mine. I was doing something in the morning, and like I was tired, and I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm like, I'm grinding it, like I'm watching first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and I'm like kind of getting bored because it's Rams Raiders. So, like, I fall asleep in my chair, like, literally right here in my chair, just with the background noise of the game, like, playing in my ear. And then I wake up. I fall asleep when it's uh, 16 and 3. I fall asleep. And I wake up to my phone buzzing, and it's just Phil texting me, like, what just happened? And I look at my screen, and it's 17-16 final. So, that <laughs> I was, mean, uh, yeah. It, to be honest, it was, it was like an unforgettable sporting event out of thin air. Like I had never seen anything quite like it. And I was just in the same boat as Owen. I went to take a shower at the end of the third quarter. And I thought to in myself, like, I'm not going back downstairs. Like I'm not going to finish this game. And then I like ventured down and I sort of, you know, plopped myself on the couch again, as I'm known to do for the end. And, uh, boy, am I ever glad I did because that was just unforgettable stuff. Just a, a special, special moment immediately ruined by Baker Mayfield acting like it's a big deal that he booked a flight as a multimillionaire to Los Angeles when they had the second highest waiver claim priority and called him and said that they were going to do it. So that was yeah. a huge risk by him booking yeah. a flight. Yeah, yeah he's like, I big booked gamble. a flight right before, like literally 30 minutes before they gave me waiver. And... It was like so I could go sign a contract where they were gonna go pay me money to play for them. It's like what crazy. He's like, dude, yeah. those airline points could have went to waste. <laughs> yeah, grinding for the points. Yeah, Man. don't like that guy. But congrats, best win of his career. He got a, and everybody was rooting for him. So credit where credits but due. Can I say he's got to chill out with the like banging his head against the helmets? That seems like it's a bad look for the league. And it seems like it's a crisis waiting to happen when his yeah. head starts leaking blood. So like Goodell's got to you know get him on the phone and say, "Hey, can't be doing that." Yeah, put a stop to that one. Yeah. Um, I I actually the Steelers are making me upset because I've like I start I saw the roadmap to the playoffs this morning. I thought win and six and seven and 
then Kenny Pickett gets hurt and Mitch Trubisky throws three interceptions. I think when Kenny Pickett plays, they're not bad. But when he doesn't, the drop-off is so deep that I would like to keep them in unserious at least if Kenny comes back. I think they can finish strong. So, yeah. And Cleveland Cleveland is unserious plus-plus. They are textbook. Uh, I mean, they have a talented, albeit predator quarterback, but... um, (laughs) I mean, they're the Cleveland Browns. So no matter what, they're going to find a way to go under 500. So and also, if we didn't know he was a good quarterback and you watched the last two games, uh, you probably wouldn't like think that. Today you would. He, today, today he, today he you know, was okay. Yeah, Again, he's right. a predator, but he put some throws together today moments that were today. pretty good. Yeah, he yeah. had flashes, sure. Yeah, so there we go with that. The poverty zone, huge week in the poverty zone. They might throw a parade for all the success they had. And there is bound to be some promotions here of the three winners, three winners in the poverty zone is headline news. And we had the Texans who basically played the best case scenario Texans game ever. Like keep it close against your quote unquote rivals, lose, keep the number one draft pick, excellent stuff. And they busted out the fancy new strategy of who's it going to be Driscoll or Mills. Mm. It's always on a question mark of who's (laughs) taking the ball on any, any given drive. But of the three winners, LA Rams, Jacksonville, Carolina, I mean, I could see a case for uh, Jacksonville and Carolina. And I think given their current condition, they both have to come up, which for Carolina this would be their first ever promotion. People forget that they have had 12 straight weeks in the poverty zone. So I think that's a no-brainer. They both have to go up. Alex? It's tough. I don't know. The Jags The Jags are just the Jags. Like, I know the Panthers aren't, aren't much better, but um, I, th- I think the only team I'd, I'd want to promote up is the Panthers because um, these guys have an actual realistic shot of uh, winning the division. Um, as bad as Tennessee is playing, I don't think the Jags can catch up to Tennessee. So, um, I don't know. I, I, the only team I'd want to move up is the Panthers. So where you stand on, um, I think the Panthers need to move up because this is kind of a new team in my book with Darnold. Um, and the Jags, I think the Jags are better than poverty. They, they, I mean, we're coming to, this is two, we were two weeks removed from, uh, Trevor Lawrence's best game as a pro. And then they win this week. Like, yeah, it's still the Jags, but they're, I mean, they're good enough to be in, like, football games against, like, the lower half of, or lower third. The thing is, though, like, they've got the Cowboys next, and if they lose by 40, like... Nobody would be surprised. They will. So then, are we moving them back to poverty, though? (laughs) I don't think that makes them poverty, though. I don't think that makes them poverty. I know, but I don't want to react and then put them back into poverty. Yeah, have we ever kept the Jags in the same place for two weeks? Oh, dude, they've been in poverty lately. And they got the Jets after that, mm. too, so okay, not, not too Yeah, I think the Jags belong to stay in poverty, and I would like to move the Panthers up just because, yeah. like, they play the Bucks, and if they win, they're winning the division. So. Yeah. Okay, I'm down with that. I- I'm okay with that. I can agree with that. Um but potential statement close game opportunity for the Jags this week. True. If they keep it close with the Cowboys, they have definitely earned a look at promotion. And if they that. win, two-point promotion. They go to Frisky. Yes, yes. Because then they're in play in the oh, AFC. Oh, it's a double or nothing. Yeah, it is a double or nothing. So we're going to keep you where you are for now. Motivation, because I would love to see you beat the Cowboys. Um, so that's a good motivation. Now, here's the real flaming hot take. Can Sean McVay save Baker Mayfield enough to put him into the unserious package? I'm going to go with no. I'm yeah. going to put my vote no. and stamp my flag in no. I think it made them more unserious that they added Baker. 
more poverty. Even with the or sorry, sorry, even with even with the win that Baker had, it made them even more poverty. So I'm gonna I think this was like the ideal situation for Baker because I think he thrives best when there's no expectations. Like he was a walk-on, no expectations. He he played at you know Oklahoma, little expectations, and then as soon as he gets to the NFL, he becomes like the inverse of what he was in college. He's like super inaccurate, not very you know, just not a very good quarterback in general as soon as he's the first overall pick. But I think this is the first time in his career where it's like, like, we don't, we're not expecting you to be good. We're just, you know, you're a warm body for us and you're like the only guy available. So you just, and and you also have no experience with the receivers with the playbook. So you can just go out there and do whatever you want. And he's like, oh, really? Like, this is like the best ever. So I think this is like a great situation for him. I think that's a great take. But to me, there's still poverty. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wasn't. No, for sure. Good, good. And yeah. great, great loss by the Broncos to stay in poverty. I mean, if they had the if they had the win, if Russell Wilson didn't get the concussion, um, you know, I could have seen there's a world where somebody would have said it, not a world that's very likely to happen. But if they did pull it out against the Chiefs, there would have been somebody maybe who staked the idea. Yeah. Adam would have, sure. Um, but I do have to shout out Russell Wilson. I mean, it's been documented what a great teammate he is, and today he proved that when he left the blue tent to go high-five his teammates after the touchdown. That was just a class act by Russ. You know, great guy, so way to get out there and support your teammates. That's the way it's done, buddy. Um, yeah, pretty good week of football. I think we talked it into the ground, hit all the teams, the teams that were on by. Adam was right, were not missed, so it was good. It was good. I'm happy that we did that this week. I kind of missed the Packers. I mean, the tundra in December fun. is good. They should go on by in like October. Yeah. So there you go. Packers got a shout out too. Other things we did this weekend, the World Cup, which it was on. Mm. And Adam and Alex were very deep in the uh, games. Obviously, four really good games. And we have a final four of Croatia, Argentina, Morocco, and France. What do you rate this final four on an interest level for you out of 10, Alex? Well, like I'm, I'm always interested. I think it could be like the most random teams and I'd still be interested because it's the world cup. But, um, from like a box office point of view, um, I'd give it like a seven out of 10. I mean, Morocco and Croatia aren't like teams that like you're maybe the casual fan would be like, whoa, like I got to like take the day off work. I don't know why Adam's making this face. Like, that's just the fact like Morocco is- and Croatia. Are, I'm sorry, but like, they're not household names. I don't know what to tell you. Like if it was Argentina, Brazil and France, like Portugal, people are like literally taking days off work. No one's taking their day off work to watch Argentina, Croatia, unless you're Croatian and Argentine. Um, so it's, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Um, well, I'm going to watch the second game because I don't work that day. But um, <laughs> like, it's still going to be interesting. I'm still super interested to see how it plays out. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd give it about a 7 out of 10. Adam, you clearly disagreed. Yeah, I mean, if if we're gauging like interest level, I think this is way higher, like maybe a 9 out of 10. Because like the way you described it, if it's like four great teams left, then it's like, okay, like sure, the games are going to be good. But there's no like real storylines if it's like France, England, Argentina, Brazil. Like, sure, we're gonna get like really good games, but there's no storylines. But this way, it's like first ever time there's an African team in the semifinal, and France broke the like 20 year group stage curse, and now they're about to go back to back. Or we get Messi winning his first World Cup, or we got Croatia like 
finishing their like miracle story i think it's great like no matter what happens it's um like we still have two like super giant teams and we have two like really good stories so i think it's like perfect I mean, I sort of tend to agree with Alex. I think from a box office perspective, this isn't exactly the most like, smash hit. I know you love Morocco, but I like I don't know how gassed I am to watch Morocco. France Argentina is is a box office yeah, banger, but though. I'm not rating the potential final. I'm rating the final four. Yeah, you know? the final four. Yeah. So to me, it does feel like someone was left on the table with how good the the games were in the previous one. But I mean, it's to be determined. It'll still be great, like Alex says. It's the final. So Owen, is there somebody that's captured your heart and mind? Because here's the thing with Owen: I don't know if he's watching or not, because he sends message that could be from like the chat AI website. Like I don't know like how automated the messages are. If he's just checking Google or if he's actually yeah. watching. So has any Anybody captured your attention or is this just a stick because if it's a stick it's pretty funny uh no i watched some i watched some i've watched like a couple games i watched the end of the what was it argentina netherlands netherlands that was a great that was one great of the best games i've watched and in my life banger yeah it was an incredible uh finish and then really good penalties uh i like the the keeper on argentina the guy with yes. the Phil hair. loves him. Phil really likes him. That is probably my least favorite athlete in the world, Emmy Martinez. <laughs> and I like to go with the pineapple cut. Everyone hated oh, him. Oh, Penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Latoro? sucks. Yeah, everyone hates him, but then he banged it. Yeah. At the end. He did. So I like Argentina. I'm in on Argentina now. I was Let's just go. happy to see England lose. So I just want to, like, I don't really want to like flex too hard here, but I just want the record to be shown that when I was asked on the show what I thought the final would be, I said uh, Argentina wins over France, and that's still live. So hmm. I really yeah. think this is a good time to move on to the next topic. <laughs> um, Owen, we're going to you because the Blue Jays signed Kevin Kiermeyer. So tell the people how to feel. I have six years any... too late. Yeah, yeah, they thought it was 2014. I haven't seen any terms on this deal, so I don't. I don't know how long it is. I would guess, given the quality that he's been at, not to step on your toes here, but I would hope and guess that it's only one year. But <laughs> tell the people how to feel. Yeah, I mean, he he was injured for a lot of last year, if I remember right. So, like, I think he's getting up there in age. But, like, what he is is really, like, a good defender. So, yeah. I... Good thing we prioritize me, good that. Good thing we got that. <laughs> so, like, I, it's good. We needed to improve our defense because it, it was one of the worst in the majors. But, like... Mm. To me, this is like a Bradley Zimmer upgrade. This isn't like a Teoscar Hernandez upgrade. Yep. So it's a Jackie Bradley Jr. clone. Again, this is like, you know, it's a good signing if it's part of a bigger plan where it's like we're gonna get some fourth outfielder. I don't even know who's still out there. Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo would have been nice. Even Bellinger looking back would have been kind of nice. But I have the sneaking suspicion that this is like the This is the know, guy. This is the guy where it's like there's no you know, you think you have Nemo, and then it kind of falls through, and you're like, hit the panic button. You're like, what's Kiermaier saying? Yeah, opening day center fielder. Yeah. So uh, if that's the case, then <clears throat> Ross Atkins should uh, be released, relieved of his duties, because he's, uh, I think, done a very poor job, generally speaking. Like, I think our team got worse. Nobody is, uh, no, he didn't, wasn't able to sign any of our existing players. So I think it's been really disappointing overall, unless, like I said, there's another piece that they got waiting in the wings. But if, Ross Atkins has shown me anything. Uh, that's probably not the case. I love yeah. them trading tail and then everyone being like, oh, like you guys must have something way. big up your sleeve. It's like, <laughs> well, like 
actually don't know like what yeah. what we're gonna do. I'm just yeah. figuring this out as I go. Yeah, as I go. So no, it's terrible, man. I have I have just this awful feeling about what they're gonna do next. I, I really. I have no confidence. I have no faith mm-hmm. in this in this uh, union of uh, leadership to make a decision. And that, in general, I've experienced this as a fan before. That is just a helpless place to be in because you just lose interest in everything because you just believe even if a good thing happens to us, we'll find a way to just like pee down our leg and mess it up. Yeah, and and he, so Kiermaier is thirty two. Last year he only played sixty three games, but he his OPS plus was like. Not 89. So he's like 40% worse. He's a 40% worse hitter than Teo is. So just to put that in perspective, it's really poor. And I've mentioned this on the last, uh, like kind of free agency update, but it's especially frustrating when you see teams going out there and spending money. Like you look at the Mets, you look at the Rangers, you look at the Padres, you look at the Phillies, like they're all signing guys, like big ticket free agents for big money for over multiple years. And they've all, even teams that haven't been as active, like the Braves, they've locked up all their young guys. And like the Blue Jays, it seems like they've been sitting on their hands. And it's not like, I'm, I was saying this to what Phil. What do you mean? Like, we got like Berrios. <laughs> <laughs> for five years. And we got uh, Kikuchi for like three more years. Yes. Four more years. So yes. we got, our, we got our, their core talent tied up. But it's like, I, I was saying this to Phil. It's not like we're poor. Like Rogers has, I think, like it's the top three or four, uh, you know, richest ownership in baseball. And we can't, we have nothing to show for it so far like we have a lot of young talent but it's not like we've signed anybody big this year like you know i guess we have gosman and, and barrios but other than that and would you yeah. would you say over the past like 10 years like how many times the jays have gone like all in all yes. in? May- 2013 when they made the trade with the marlins that's 15, the only time 15 15 when they with troy Lewitsky, yeah. right yeah, those would be the only times I can think of. It and was, then it was the it's, Barrios it's like trade a, was the Barrios trade all in or no? No, because no. he wasn't even a rental. He had two years. It was a yeah. It was a piece for the future, and it's not like they gave up. They gave up, I guess, like Simeon was Richardson and um, Austin Martin, and like, yeah, those were pieces that were kind of like big pieces in your farm system. But at the same time, they they were like at least Martin had been in there forever. He's probably not going to amount to much. Yeah, like giving up a blue chip prospect. And I think it's an Anthopolis. That's that's the difference. Is Anthopolis was a guy who was totally fine going all in, and and he understood the value of prospects compared to the value of guys now. Whereas I don't yeah. think Atkins he either doesn't understand or he doesn't have like the GM acumen to be able to to make the moves that he has to make. It's really unfortunate because we have money and we have young talent. And if to me, it's like you're seeing these guys just kind of slip through our fingers. To me, the frustrating part, and I think I expressed this somewhat to Owen, was that um, it it seems like, now I don't know if this is true, but just off my understanding of how this would work with an ownership group, an ownership group would say to someone, probably when they're hired or when they sign a contract, you have this much money over this amount of time and, you know, make something happen with it. And if he spent the money that he had allocated to him on Ryu, Gosman, Kikuchi, and Berrios, and then he thought that he would spend in the time that the young guys were getting better and not spend in the time when they're actually hitting their prime, I just don't understand any of the thought process behind that. Like, that to me is so backwards, and that's what I think probably happened. I think he just failed. And if that's the case, then you need to let him go and start from scratch because the at the end of the day, Rogers is the one that has to bite the bullet on this. They're the ones that have to, you know, field the team and who uh, who have to you know sell tickets. So you can't just be like, oh, it's a sunk cost. Like 
okay, I guess we'll just be bad and 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 Vladdy will leave and Bichette will leave. You have to say, look, we need to we need to do something. Like it's you're going to be the one who has to who's going to be on the hook for for all this failure if uh, if that's the case. If you don't want to spend more and those guys leave yeah. or whatever, they're going to be the ones holding the bag. So. so I do I do have to say last thing on baseball. San Diego is one of the great nicknames I've <laughs> I've ever seen. That's that's electrifying. That alone is worth the eleven years three hundred million. That that is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I would get a shirt with that on it so quickly. Um, last thing before winners and losers, we do have a light hockey news in that uh, the. Heritage Classic is coming to Commonwealth Stadium this coming November in the form of a Flames-Oilers game. Phil fell out of his chair when this news broke, by the way. Yeah, totally shocked, man. I I mean, to me, the outdoor game, it doesn't really do it for me, but I've never had my team playing one really from what I can remember. I know Alex has recently, so um, maybe he can speak to it a little better than I can, but it doesn't really move the needle for me like this far away, but I'm sure when it gets closer, I'll be excited and I'll probably try to go up and check it out. Alex. Yeah, we, we, uh, we played one, I think two years ago against the jets, two, three years ago. Um, Yeah. And you played one in 2011. I went to that one. We played that one. Yeah. In 2011. So um, like the one we played against the Jets, I, I I don't know. I think I was busy. I didn't even watch. Like it, I don't know. It's it's not that important. Like and um, the NHL has so many outdoor games that it's. I don't think it's like that special anymore. It used to be like really special when they'd have like the one or maybe yeah. two a year. But now, like almost half the teams I think play an outdoor game. So, um, I mean, it's it's whatever. I'm not super super, like crazy about it so it like i'll watch it if i if i have time if not like i'm not but i'm not making like an appointment to watch it so yeah it's usually on at a crap time too they put it on at like saturday at like two i think it's gonna be like maybe like even the third fourth game of the year because they're gonna get get it over with right in october so yeah last and when they did the one 20 years ago it was like minus 25 in edmonton they did it way too late so they'll fix that this year or yeah, hopefully. Weekend winners and losers. I'll get mine out of the way quick. I'll start with winners because uh, the NHL is actually one of my winners because there's nothing anybody would rather do on a Sunday right before Christmas than sit down and bang out Blues Avalanche in the afternoon. Um, I would rather watch that than the NFL for sure. So mm-hmm. good job by their scheduling. Always ahead of the curve, the NHL. Yeah. And my second winner is shorts because Adam arrived at Alex's house this morning to watch some football. It's like minus five minus 10 out and uh we look at the driveway and there comes adam yes his eight inch shorts rolling up the driveway yeah. sprinting five. up in his in his five inch shorts <laughs> yeah yeah thank you you think it, he'd have shoes on maybe so his... nope. yeah <laughs> yeah going with the burks that was the strategy from adam and then once we left two o'clock alex opens the door alex closes the door first thing adam says to me it's a little chilly out here today <laughs> no yeah. kidding bro that's why i have pants on so Big win for shorts, though, Adam. You've been a shorts guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just I find shorts way more comfortable, and I mean, I can I can suffer for the like forty five second walk between the house and the car if it means like nice comfort lounge mode for the three and a half hours that I'm in have the you, house. Have you heard of like sweatpants before? I have, yeah. but I get like too hot indoors with sweatpants. Mm. You know what you should try, Adam? Have you heard of these things called zip pants? And you just like undo the zipper at the knee, yeah. and then yes. you have shorts. It's like a, it's like a, like, like tearaways kind of. 
Yeah, double pants. I used to have these back in like second. I did too grade. when I was like, like grade two. I think my mom made me buy them. So well, that that style is coming back. So maybe you should. I got, check them I got out. to be honest, Adam. I, I was a bit surprised, or especially just in all the years I've known you, because Algerian parents and Serbian parents kind of strike me as like the same type of like beliefs and values and yeah, like. And I'm surprised they're like mine would fucking kick my ass if I went out in like minus fifteen with with the shorts on like like we like like in Serb like we don't walk barefoot around the house that's just like not a thing we do because it's like you, you'll get sick because like the floor is cold or whatever mm. you don't walk out with wet hair yeah um, in I've the heard cold that one like time. that's a big one like you like they think you'll die like you're literally yeah, yeah. that's so, when I got like did your parents not like preach that to you like saying they, like yo like they don't wear used the shorts. to. They used to, but I think they, they like kind of gave up because I would enough. like I would just Adam go to won. soccer and I'd be wearing my shorts <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah. I don't want to like put pants on and then ch- and now they just kind of assume that I'm like going to the gym or just soccer or something. So wet, but wet it's hair normally is the like you need to win. Yeah, if you like even That's before the bed, sin. they're like if you shower before, but like you need yeah. to blow dry that before you go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Why? Because you'll get a cold. Sick, bro. What? Yeah, bro. I think it's like Canadians are immune to it, but like every other culture, like we get sick. I think it's kind of immune. Uh, I, I do get sick though, dead ass. My nose gets all sniffly if I don't dry my hair. It's it's. Heat. I think uh, I think you're lying to yourself if that's the case. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's some like fake story they've sold to me. So I don't know. Yeah, the wet hair and Santa. Those are the big two. <laughs> Got to be careful of those. What did you have in the wins this week on? Um, I just had one winner, uh, and it was. Zion Williamson. Um, over his last seven games, he's dropped 35, 35, 29, 25, 30, 33, and 23. Um, Let's go. This is my guy, bro. Yeah, I love I know you love Zion and I love Zion too. I was actually talking to a friend of the show, Tony, and we were having a little debate about um who we would rather have to start a franchise with, Ja or Zion. Um, and I think I think at this point I would take Zion. The defense is a bit heat. Um, but I really like Zion. And what I really so like the health. this week. So <laughs> well, actually, both, both, their health is, both their health is pretty heat. I'm not going to lie. Both their health is yeah, back. Yeah, facts. But what I especially like about him is what he did this week, which is, <clears throat> so he was playing, so his team, the Pelicans, were playing the Suns. And for those of you who either aren't super plugged into the NBA or um, just don't really remember, the Suns were the team that actually eliminated the Pelicans in the playoffs last year. So kind of like a, a little bit of a, a like a rivalry. A statement um, game, some team. would call that. And so this was, yeah, this was like an opportunity for a statement game. And Zion, like I said, he had 35 points, nine boards, four assists, right? Big game for him. But the best part was uh, as the clock was winding down, right, they tossed the ball to him um, just to kind of dribble it out as one does at the end of a game where you, that's where the results already been decided. And uh, Zion decides he's going to, he's going to like, you know, put an exclamation point on the game. So he does, uh, you know, one dribble, goes off two feet and does a 360 uh, dunk, just like a thunderous slam, throws his hands out. You know, he's like fired up, talking to the bench, uh, and then kind of a little bit of a scrum ensues. But um, I loved I loved the move. I don't know what you guys thought about it, but to me, I thought it was great. He mentioned after the game, he was like, these, these are the guys that knocked us out last year. I had to, like, you know, stick up for my guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to see because I grew up watching Zion. I love watching him do things like that. And uh, – and I just I think he's a great player, so I love that movie. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. I thought the Suns were being crybabies about him dunking on the end. It's like 
like fans like pay to see that so yeah like i don't know what what you're like getting mad about like you know like the kids are gonna remember that forever if i was at the game like i'd never forget seeing that that's something you don't like you know forget but uh i did like deandre ayton going out and saying like oh i got i got no problem with it it's like that guy's the ultimate i just don't care yeah i I, like i just want to get my bag like yeah i really don't care (laughs) also it was funny i guess we didn't really talk about it this happened a couple weeks ago it was so funny to me when they asked zion uh, like what's your favorite thanksgiving like like food and he's like i'm not gonna answer that because if i do i know you guys are gonna make a meme out of me so like shout out zion uh man nothing quite like that what do you got in the wins alex uh my winner is like whoever's writing like the fifa world cup script because like but you give it a seven out of ten well i mean i thought the quarterfinals were like nuts heat exposed (laughs) but the quarterfinals resulted in the semifinals it's 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 a seven out of ten semifinals but i thought the quarterfinals like entertainment wise the the netherlands argentina game was like i think that was like one of the best world cup games i've watched in my life like that was insane england Um, france the the croatia brazil game was croatia gets one shot on target and target was one shot on target and it was a goal um, and then pens, um, and then like like the Morocco Portugal game was actually kind of boring, low key, because it was just like Morocco just playing like parking the Alex bus. Has two big blemishes on his record so far in this take, but <laughs> yeah, parking the bus. Um, but I thought I thought the other other quarterfinal games were um, were pretty <laughs> sick. So I think I think it's been a it's been a really good fe- uh, World Cup so far. Um, lots of upsets even in like the group stages, lots of crazy games. So um I think I think it's definitely the best one I remember. Yes. Really? So once again, the question was, what would you rate the semi finals? (laughs) So this is two games that we're rating as an entire overall, like it's like a nine and a half. Like I thought it was really good. So um shout out to the script writers. Wow. There we go. I think you meant the quarterfinals, but that's okay. Like, no, like round of 16 was sick. Like group stage was dope. Like, like that's what I'm saying. All right. We'll go with <laughs> like, that. You said you'd rate the semifinals a two and a half or a nine and a half. <laughs> no, no, no. He's saying the question earlier guys, was semifinals, guys, guys, but he's giving yeah, it overall listen, a nine. And he's a half. saying the result, like the teams that are in listen, the semifinals. Like, no, 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 there was no, no period he's in that before no, the semifinals. No, no. It's a nine. The and a World half, Cup but the semifinals are a nine or a seven. No, no, the that's world, not he's saying the, 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 like, world the matchups Cup. of the semifinal are seven. No, oh my god, no. From Qatar, Ecuador to whoever's in the FIFA World Cup final is what I'm saying is a nine and a half. Okay, but the semifinals so are seven out of ten. No, Alex, your sentence was that the semifinals were a nine and a half out of ten, but and then you went on to proceed. I mean, the tape won't lie, so I think I heard the right thing. I think, I said, he, I think I you heard it wrong. Final? No, I think like you heard we it wrong. Can, we'll go around for he days meant on this. The semifinal is different, but overall, it's a nine and a half out of ten. That's I don't know. I maybe I said semifinal. I said the script writers. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> like, you're good. <laughs> but I'm sad to see Portugal go. Yeah, one more Portugal. time for Portugal. Yeah, one more Portugal. time for Portugal. 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 Yeah, Portugal. Wow. 
Wow. Well, the tape won't lie, so the fans will know. That was a really good winner, though. I liked that. That was front-to-back banger. Uh, Losers. My first loser is your free time because Gucci Mane dropped an 80-song album. So (laughs) make sure to give that a listen when you get the chance. Probably stole a few songs from Nudie. That's what I was going to say. They're all trying to compete with Nudie's 172. The best he could do is 80. So tough luck. You think it's like a little Watergate where he, like... He like sent guys in to steal Nudie's songs. He's like, I got no, because Gucci Man drops an album like every other week. Like he's yeah. probably out of material at this point. It's like, he let's is. go to this new guy. Yeah, okay, he's see what he's cooking. Yeah, <laughs> that's the strategy. I like it, dude. I think we cracked the case. And my other loser, he easily, I easily could have thrown him in Bozo of the Week, which I still might do. But Odell Beckham is one of the biggest losers going out there. He goes on the shop after it was made pretty abundantly clear, I think, to anybody with like a working mind that the Cowboys saw his medicals and were like, there's no way you're going to play this year. So we're just not going to sign you after his three day visit. So he goes on the shop and then decides to say i got unfinished business with saquon barkley it's like (laughs) nobody cares bro just sign somewhere like we're all done with this game of waiting and then he even went on to say um i don't see the point in playing in the regular season which i said to the other guys today if there was eight billion odell beckham's in the world nothing would happen we would all just sit and wait for the time to pass the guy is a grade a loser in my book and i actually hope wherever he goes does not make the playoffs or loses or something because he he has acted like a bozo for four months on end with the stuff he's been doing so i'm very against odell i'm ready to say that i think i speak for everyone when i say like odell beckham like free agency saga is like becoming an alex jimmy g situation like i don't want to talk about it i don't want to hear about it <laughs> yes it's yeah. so annoying it's major cringe but he major. tweeted a chess piece today you didn't like that oh my god oh, just man. go somewhere bro i don't even it go to the texans for all i care man yeah he's acting Can like we get him on the, the Bengals. <laughs> that'd be a disaster that'd be icy dude that'd be pretty he's icy. acting like he doesn't like like they're not paying him for the regular season like that's like how he earns his like how he, the money yeah. like works like you get paid yeah. for the like the games you play you know and it's, it's also like, like, play for like games I want. oh like you guys asked so i should probably tell you how my free agency decision decision is going it's like yeah no one asked nobody no actually, actually cares care. bro yeah because <laughs> guess what every pity who's looked at your knee is like you're not playing this year yeah. but he's like oh I, I got unfinished business with saquon like saquon might be on the like the Colts next year, bro. Like that was so go do your unfinished too. business there. That was so cringe when he said that. He's like, that's my so, LeBron moment, like going back. He said that. Up. No, no. I mean oh. <laughs> I mean if he did, I think oh, we would have wow. had to cancel him, but yeah. Yeah. Tough scene. OBJ. And Caleb was on it early when he sued Nike. People forget that. So they do. People do forget that. I forgot Owen, that. What you have in the L's? Uh, my first loser is Cody Bellinger. So like we mentioned earlier, Cody Bellinger, he uh, signed with the Cubs this week. Um, but he's a loser because he he, he caught a stray. Um, Uh-oh. Josh, Josh oh, Reddick. No. Josh Reddick uh, is a former Major League Baseball player. He played for the A's for a long time. And then he was part of the Astros for a, a long, long time too. Uh, part of the 2017 team, if that affects anybody's opinion. Um, but he tweeted out um, on December 7th, the day that uh, – um, Bellinger signed. He says, I guess I should have tried to hit 200 and strike out 150 times a year. Probably could have made oh. 20 million a year at this point. Yeah. So he's he's a little <laughs> salty. I'm going to remind him Bellinger won 
an MVP at uh, like 23. Um, he hit like 330 with like 40 home runs. So um, you put up like 30 home runs maybe, and then we can, maybe you can, you know, ask for a little bit more money. But uh, until then, there's a reason, <laughs> there's a reason nobody's calling you. My question is, is, is marijuana legal in uh, Illinois? Yeah, I think Cause it is. I, well, I hope so. Because yeah. my guy looks like he's always on it. Yeah, Cody B, dude. Oh, Cody. I thought you were talking about... <laughs> yeah, Alex Josh. is just a Josh Reddick fan on the low. <laughs> like, no, you know, no, no. It's like, how do you know he's in Illinois? Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about baseball, I was going to say, is that, you know, on any given day, you could tune into a game, and the rest of your life, you'll just think the guy is good. And I remember one day, 10 years ago, Josh Reddick hit three home runs against the Blue Jays, and I thought the guy oh, was wow. just Babe Ruth. I was like, this guy <laughs> is going to have an unbelievable career. And then he just, you know, never hit three home runs in a game again. Who would have thought? So, but that's the funny thing about that sport. You that's never me know. with Devin Travis. Yep. But Dalton Jay's Pompey legend. stole two bases in the ALCS. <laughs> yeah. People forget yeah. that. And, uh, what you have in I want to say, hold on, hold on. I just want to say one more thing. Uh, just this is a side note. Cody Bellinger has the prettiest swing I've ever seen in Major League mm-hmm. Baseball. So that's, yeah. I mean, you know, not really a numbers thing, just like kind of a, just nice, just yeah. a nice thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have another. Sorry, I have another loser. I have another loser. Oh, okay, raw, okay. Raw. Let's go. Pump <laughs> fake. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I must not have mentioned it. But my uh, second loser is Ben Verlander. Uh, oh no, Verlander, not again! Oh no, not again! He's a loser for a lot of reasons, like many, many reasons. He, uh, you know, he's Justin Verlander's brother. He rides on his coattails. He's kind of. Um, he had that article with uh, about Shohei Otani that was just all time life changing, yeah, life changing. They saw him, um, but uh, this year, this week actually, uh, Justin Verlander signed with the Mets, right? Because he's a free agent, and uh, as part of the negotiations, there was a source that says during the Mets negotiations with Justin Verlander, his younger brother Ben reached out to Mets owner Stephen Cohen. He asked for a job as a talent scout as part of Verlander's package deal. Uh, Cohen actually did not respond, um, and Justin Justin Verlander uh, then apologized for his brother's behavior. Oh, and so, I, oh, and I, I was going to interrupt you at the start, but I wanted to hear you say it. I I think you got sacked you got there. Sack? I think oh, you got ball sacked there. Shit. No. Yeah, I thought that was true, bro. I thought that, that was true, true. I don't blame Owen. Dude, I was due for a ball sack, bro. It's been too long. I had to sit down for so, so long. Ben Verlander, bro. Though. It did sound so Ben Verlander. <laughs> oh. Dude, no, tough break. That's bro. okay. I mean, it happens to the best. You got of one us. in. You yeah, got one. That's in. true. And it'd been a long time. It'd been a long time. I mean, yeah, if I you were going to do a ball sacking, it, it might as well have been at hour twenty-four of the pod. That that's <laughs> when you want to slip one by. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll move on to my loser, and it's just the one. And uh, it's all the like the Jack Hughes stance. Because like it's oh, just yeah. getting so annoying, so cringe. If we want to talk <laughs> this about is cringiness, this is Burrow, like honestly. So people were going crazy. I think it was like Friday night. The Devils were playing the Islanders. Um, and they were going crazy about Jack Hughes's six-minute shift. Now, it's not important that they lost the game, 6-4. That's not important. The important part is that he played a six-minute shift. But why does that matter? Like, no one cares. Like, I don't know why that's, like, some big deal. He played a six-minute shift. Like, no, like 
I mean, no one's forcing you to play a six-minute shift. Like, I mean, honestly, a good teammate wouldn't have played a six-minute shift. You would have just gone out. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know what the context of it was. I don't know if it was like a they were that I think like it was a, the it was, it was, was to it end the five game. on three like double minor like uh, what what was it? Well, I think it was just to end the game. Like they were down and they just needed a goal, so they just kept him on. And he did nothing. So there you go. But like. I, I don't know how you lose the game and then we're going to like freak out how we played a six minute ship. Like you lost the game. Like it's, 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 I don't know. Um, so definitely a loser. Um, just all the like Jack Hughes stands. Like, I think it's, it's getting ridiculous. And and the, if you want to talk about frauds, the, the devils are literally the Minnesota Vikings of the NHL. Like this team yeah. is eight not to one to win game. the cup though. You can bet them at that right now. Oh, if you want, God, you're crazy. If you bet that. So yeah. Tough scene. Well, I give today a 10. 10. I think today was very good. Got some good football talk in. I had a great time overall. Unbelievable time. Great time. Great time. Shout out to the uh, shout out to the Chargers for for winning at the end too. Yes, yeah, they did. Go. They pulled it through. Near near onside recovery. Congrats Owen on winning the week. Yes, oh, congrats thank to you. Owen. I didn't even realize. Owen with a thunderous five and zero oh in the uh, picks on the show so far. It and is this your third week win and run your pool? Uh, yeah. Good for nice. you, Owen. Thank you. That's Very three well more than I've ever had in my three years of doing it. You get there, just keep trying. Yeah, keep grinding, buddy. Right, because I'm I'm doing really good recently. I'm like on the upswing for sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we're not. I'm not in it for the individual week wins. I'm I'm going for the season crown. Raw. That's just wanted to get that out there for the third, three or four people that care. Yeah, the, the people yeah. who are in the league have shivers down their spine. Which yeah. next year for the picks league, I'm just gonna give the info on the show and just whoever wants to listen and join oh, us in our sick. picks journey can. That would be. You think fantastic. he'd be like happy with that? The organizer. I could talk to him. It'll be okay. Okay. Yeah. He's in the past. I, mean, I think been more than he let us. He let me add like 15 people that he doesn't know. So I yeah. don't see why he'd be against another 20. But yeah. yeah, if 20 are out there that want to. As long as this they pay. Is, yeah, as long as they pay. This is a good time to bring up, by the way. There's a show on Thursday morning. There's not a show on Monday because weekend winner mandates. Owen and I are going out to watch the Oilers on next yes. Saturday, which yes. is going to be very exciting. The matinee. It's matinee very showdown. exciting. It is. If there's something in, in the world that I love the most, it's a little 2 p.m. hockey on a Saturday. Oh. So this is going to be great. I'm going to see if I'm going to try and get a Zegris jersey before then. A big Z. Nice, dude. Uh Make sure you get that express shipping. If not, I'm going to have to bring you a shirt. So that'll be good. Um, Rogers Rogers place is going to be a daycare, bro. With all the kids. Oh, it's Kid City, bro. Owen and I are going to. Kid City, bro. I'm thinking Owen and I'll slip out for a little lunch date before. Maybe get a Costco dog or something, you know. Oh, just, let's go. Uh, when I'm in Rome, I want to do what the Romans do. So <laughs> yeah. I might just go to Costco with Owen and get some dogs. Um, yes. So then, again, no show on that Monday. And then no show the Monday after because of Christmas. But actually, I pump faked. Because mm. the Flag on the Play Awards are back mm. on Monday December 26th. I want that very clear. I want that circled on everyone's calendar because this show is going to be incredible. I teased it last episode. I'm going to tease it again. I'm going to tease it every episode until it happens because it is going to be a thunderous ovation at the end of that show. Millions across the world will listen and enjoy. So get ready for that. So are we recording a double that day? Yeah. Okay. Unless you want to do it another day. No, I'm down. Like strap in with all the boys in the studio, right? Yeah. What day is that? I'm fired up. 
Wednesday the 21? Yeah. Uh, like That's my last final that day, but... too. Oh, okay. Bet. So, the, yeah, anyway, get ready for that. And outside of that, we're going into holiday hours. So, not going to be much helmet moving around. We'll get to it on the Wednesdays. But, yeah, it'll be good. So, I hope everybody has a good start to your week. Any parting words from uh, anybody? Watch the semifinals. Raw. They really needed that promotion, so that's good that you gave it to the little guys. Um, But, yeah, we'll be back Thursday morning making some picks. So talk to you guys then.